Welcome to the Liberty Block Live. I am Elliot Axelman. Welcome to Liberty Block Live. I am Elliot Axelman here with Daniel Rice co-hosting again. Again. All right. We have a lot of things that have occurred in New Hampshire and throughout the country today that we want to address. Mostly really, really bad news. A lot of disturbing things. I want to start off with the recent news that CVS Pharmacy, CVS Health, is the latest major national corporation to cave to the leftist mob that's been pressuring companies from the NRA affiliates to Walmart to CVS to so many other companies and FedEx and, and every major corporation over the past few years and decades, but mostly the past few months, especially with David Hogg doing the whole sit-in, die-in in the Publix in Florida. And anyway, a few days Sorry, after Walmart- something recently? What's that? Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Has he done something recently? I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's, yeah we'll talk about a pretty funny picture he uh, posted, I think, a few days ago or a few weeks ago. Pretty funny. Like a rainbow shirt and a cowboy hat. Um, really weird. So um, a few days after Walmart caved and said they're going to ban open carrying, not sell any more handgun ammunition or 556 or 223 for AR-15s um, and some other policies. And they said they were writing a letter to Congress and the White House asking them to pass gun control and assault weapons ban and background checks. Just like two or three days after that, CVS Pharmacy tweeted out a new policy. Let's see if we can go to the CVS picture. Do we have it here? Yeah, I'll show you the picture. It's a tweet and oh, I didn't put the tweet back in here. Pretty much it says that their new policy will not allow any firearms in the store, even because he'll carry, they ask you not to carry in the store anymore and it's for public safety and all that jazz. But again, as someone pointed out, this makes it obvious. You might as well say our new policy is that we're a soft target. If you say that people cannot carry, and you're going to throw them out. And that means that pretty much no one will carry unless they're breaking your policy or the law, depending on the state. It could be it could be against the law to actually violate a policy of a gun-free zone in some states. So now you've just told every potential criminal in the next mass shooter who is evil or psychotic that you are a soft target. So yes. anyway, I'm going to try to start boycotting CVS as well as Walmart now. We ought to look into uh, starting a petition of sorts of just listing companies. They like to uh, they like to list the companies that are against their uh, their system. We ought to come up with a, a web page or something to go to for shop here if you support the Constitution. Yeah, well, they'll I've and seen avoid this. here if you don't. Yeah, I've seen this a few years ago, I think. And there's a website just now I, I published on the article I linked to two a check com, and they list a lot of anti Second Amendment sites. So I I included some of their list on the article. Yes. We got Walmart, which owns Sam's Club as well, thousands of stores, Target, Yeti, Kroger's, Dick's Sporting Goods, Levi's, the, the jeans, Google, Costco, Starbucks, Panera, Whataburger, Chipotle, Sonic, Chili's, Alamo, Avis, Budget, all those rental cars, Dollar Rental Car, Enterprise, Delta Airlines, the Budget, Hertz, all those rental cars, LL Bean, MetLife, National Car Rental, REI, Symantec, Thrifty Car Rental, United Airlines, Allied Van Lines, Chubb. Actually, we got to talk about Chubb. It's a whole big insurance company. That what is underwrite NRA. It's a big insurance okay. company that owns the um, – they were the ones in New York, I believe, that underwrote the NRA's carry guard insurance in New York that Cuomo's going to uh, war with. Okay. Yeah. And they also actually own uh, combined insurance as well. It's like Aflac. I okay. think they own them too. So they're a big insurance company of sorts. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Cuomo versus NRA. It's very complicated dealing with various types of laws from uh, First Amendment to criminal law to homicide and self-defense. and. Right. Very Has interesting anything promo. passed on that out there? Well, there are lawsuits, but it's very complicated. We'll try to address it, but I'm not an expert in it, and I know nothing about it, so I can't talk about it. But one day, in my dreams, we'll write an article about it. Anyway, continuing the list, we got First National Bank of Omaha, North American Van Lines, Simply Safe. Sad, they're a good security company, like ADT. Yeah. Starkey Hearing Technologies, the Mountain Equipment Co-op, True Car, and tons more are found on 2hcheck.com. Now, I, I did, look, did look for a list of businesses, companies, websites that were pro-Second Amendment, and it's it's a little tougher to find, unfortunately. There yeah. are some out there, but one one day soon we'll compile a list and write an article or something or do a video for those, those companies. Thought of it, if it's even possible, how many companies are going to stand out there and say, yes, I am in favor? 
Yeah. It just so, makes them a target for the antis at that point. Yeah. And and this is what we talk about, and we've spoken about the culture war a lot on this show. And the left, pretty much over the last last few decades, the left has been working very, very hard to spread their cancerous tentacles that grow so quickly into every single institution that influences yeah. our lives the most. People in America are influenced by primarily education systems, public and private, and, and from K through 12 through college. They're influenced by media, from TV to radio, print media, social media, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all owned by leftists. Yes. They have they have the companies, they have all the infrastructure to influence people, and not only people, big businesses. So again, is Google, is Walmart anti-gun? I don't know. Some are. Like Levi's said, we need gun control. Walmart said, we need gun control. Is CVS anti-gun? I don't know. They may have just caved to the pressure that you and I would cave to right. if we had all the pressure in the world of billions of dollars, of Google, of Facebook, of Apple, yeah. of massive pressure on the leftists and hog and the whole big movement funded by Bloomberg and Soros, of course. Bloomberg boasts that he's he's doing campaigns. He's spending money on pretty much every every state, about 50 states, including Wyoming, Arizona, New Hampshire, everywhere. So yeah. it's a lot of pressure. And during those past those past few decades, what were conservatives and libertarians doing? Raising children, which takes a lot of time and, yeah. and money and effort, and going to their jobs because us us uh, conservatives and libertarians actually have jobs. And the left, of course, doesn't really. They don't have a lot of kids compared. You know, they don't really have any kids compared to conservatives, no. and they don't really work. And they get you know welfare and all that stuff. So they were able to to do this, and it's unfortunate. It is what it is. They were able to take over the infrastructure, and we've lost. Yeah. And over over the past few decades and few centuries, we've lost the country to not only the, the left, but even the right is so far off. As as Mark Kreslin, a great video host from Oklahoma, talks about a lot. The America is so lost. Even the right is lost. They believe the Constitution will save them. Trump will save them, and if not him, then Cruz will save them or Mitt Romney. They're so beyond lost. They don't understand the problem that that we're all gone. So even yes, yeah. the left has a cultural difference and they're winning but even if we had 100 percent republicans elected to every single place in the country every office by republicans even the good republicans cruz and likely and Rand paul they couldn't save us the whole every single infrastructure every kind of infrastructure in the country is 100 percent thoroughly totally corrupt and authoritarian and statist and communist and, and our whole mindsets are screwed up mm-hmm. we, we have the mindset of asking government government for permission and, and we think that rights yeah. are given to us from the government they're gifts and not natural rights so we're all screwed up we need to start again and then yeah. We've said this in my family and, and our friends and Liberty Block have been saying this for years now. So in this article, pretty much the CBS article and a few more articles about democracy and about the NRA, of course, and about the Walmart. We've written articles about a few of these over nine articles we published already. Nine articles, I believe, in September. Just insanity so far because news is yeah. happening. So we've written about this. We need to separate. We need to create our own little state or country, say it's far-fetched or it's hard to do or easy to do or impossible to do, whatever it is. It's the only, the only solution. We have to live, live amongst ourselves. We can't live with statists who want to kill us or take our guns or people like Beto and Camilla and Julian Castro yeah. and de Blasio saying, yes, they will give them, they need to give up their guns or we will, you know, use our guns or men with guns to kill them and take their guns. Yeah. That's my rant. Oh, that's good. So we have, yeah, really um, mm-hmm. we got to talk about so we wrote the article about Walmart. I'll put it into the show notes, the comments, descriptions of the video. We wrote about Walmart. We wrote about CVS. We got that whole list there. Another article we wrote that I wrote real quick because I just saw the news happening. The city of San Francisco, I mean San Francisco, uh, formally declared that the NRA are terrorists. Now, I think I read the declaration. It doesn't really specify if the leadership or if the members of the NRA are terrorists. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, you know they're they're calling NRA members essentially terrorists. Very very interesting. What are your quick thoughts on that? Uh, after the shock of all of it, uh, and I had time to to think it through, I'm wondering if they're using this as a um, a move to get even in front of red flag laws. If they can establish a legal any type of legal foothold that that they have the authority to shut down terrorists, then they can just kick in your door. They don't even need that red flag law yet because the laws already exist for rounding up the terrorists. Yeah, it's an excellent point. And when you told me that, I put it into the article. I hadn't thought of that. I was writing the article and you mentioned that. So I put a whole paragraph into the article for that, I believe. So there are a few takeaways from this NRA issue. Let me open up the article. I mean, there's psychotic out there. I lived in the Bay Area for 15 years, so and that's kind of what what uh, pushed me out was the insanity of all of it. 
they complain about, uh, just an example, not gun related, but why they're crazy. They complain that there's not affordable housing, but they've got, especially in the East Bay, they've got these huge areas of open land and they're called open land and they're actually preserved developers. They can't be sold. They just are basically, there's a bunch of cows out there grazing and that's all of it. So you have this limited amount of land that can be developed, which drives the price up when supply is down, price is up obviously, and supply is down for land. They can't build new, uh, new housing and stuff because the land's so expensive. When they do build something, it's uh, you can't get in the rent for you know less than twenty five hundred a month or whatever for a one bedroom. The law, the law of supply and demand is racist. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Talk about supply and demand or the free market, you'll trigger them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So a few takeaways from this NRA thing, I think, I think it's fascinating. Number one, they are the terrorists, as we've written about. And there's a, a great website um, called understandingourslavery.com, I believe. A great website. There's a book. There's, he actually has like thousands of things. i have to check it. So we're starting to link it, and we're starting to move away. Because you know how, how important language is, and, and the other Daniel mentioned yeah. last week how important it is. Instead of calling them government or police or law enforcement or politicians, call them organized crime. Call them organized criminals. And you've been doing that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So in our articles, we don't say government; we replace it with with organized crime because that's what they are. They're they're organized criminals. We've discussed this in many articles and videos and podcasts. So the organized criminals, in this case, the San Francisco division, so the San Francisco supervisors, they are the real terrorists. Of course, they are the ones who, if you have a firearm or if you disobey any of their millions of insane laws in San Francisco, they will use their men with AR-15s to kill you. They will imprison you and or kill you. Yeah. Or take your property. So that's the first takeaway. Another big takeaway. If you don't think correctly, you get that. Thought crime, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Orwell. So another big takeaway is do you think it's retaliation or preemptive retaliation for Trump threatening to or flirting with declaring Antifa a terrorist organization? Do you think Frisco was getting out in front of that? Uh, I'm a cable cutter, so I don't have access to instant news other than what comes across my feeds. Uh, so I don't know the timing on it. I I didn't hear him talking about it till somebody told me. No, I, I don't. Um, know. I would think no that they're just that insane. That that's just what they felt like doing that day. Yeah, I mean this is this is the city that uh, that lets people uh, poop in front of Nordstroms openly without doing anything about it. Yeah, All right, I got a, a funny. Uh picture here. I've seen this graphic before, but we'll talk about it now. We'll put it somewhere on the site. It's uh, not a meme. It's just a, a picture with some words, and it says, if non-members of the NRA would stop shooting people, gun violence would drop by 100%. 100% of gun violence, as far as we know in the country, according to statistics, is perpetrated by people who are not NRA members. So their five right. their five million NRA members are are essentially the safest uh, people, I, safest, you know, commit the least. I think the last time was back in like the 80s when somebody was a member and actually uh, committed a crime like that. Yeah. So actually of the people who have CCW permits, so permits to conceal carry, of course, some states like New Hampshire, Arizona, Wyoming don't require permits. But of the states who require permits, like little Texas and a few other states, the millions of people throughout the country who have, who have permits to conceal carry, meaning we know for a fact they do conceal carry, they are actually the safest of any, any cohort in the country, essentially safer than cops, a lot safer than cops. So yeah. you look at the general population, you look at police officers, then you look at CCW concealed carry permit holders, they are the safest. They commit the lowest amount of, of homicides, lowest amount of violent crime in the country. It's undisputable. You, you yeah. can't see this. So just another interesting, interesting little fact. Of course, facts and data doesn't matter anymore. And you could also argue that it's a higher concentration of guns in their hands you know of for course example, well yeah yeah if, if phoenix has five thousand cops on his police force i guarantee there's more than five thousand people with ccw's in a town of almost two million people yeah so another thing we wrote about in, in these articles the cbs article i included i stumbled upon thinkprogress.com which is apparently shutting down which is fantastic news so thinkprogress.com published an article in 2018 about seemingly the 32 businesses that have affiliate deals with the NRA, meaning mm -hmm. when you're an NRA member, you get discounts for like uh, yeah. rental cars and this and that, and they have a big FedEx program for their businesses. So pretty much, and we know this, but I want to expose them because some people who are not politically engaged or people in the middle or people who just don't think about this stuff, they don't realize the kind of warfare the left is engaged in, right? They have right. been, for at least a few years, maybe a few decades, they have been using every kind of warfare, cultural warfare, coercion, uh, PR campaigns and all that stuff to pressure companies to cut ties with the NRA, to pressure companies to come out as anti-gun, 
to support the assault weapons ban or background checks or to to ban you know carrying firearms in, in their stores. Anyway, Think Progress, this big progressive site run funded by Soros, I believe, they pretty much have a graphic with the 32 affiliate companies of the NRA, right. and and 24 of them, 24 of the 32 are crossed out with a red marker, seemingly indicating that they've they've crushed them with their pressure. Oh, yeah. and, and those companies, and then the article describes a brief brief paragraph about all 32 companies, and 24 of them, it seems to say, they have caved, and they cut ties with the NRA. And then eight more, FedEx being the biggest one, has not yet cut ties with the NRA. They're saying, we, we don't want to you know, totally ditch the NRA and, and get rid of our contract with them because we have a deal. We both help each other with money. Obviously, we both yeah. affiliate for each other. So uh, so the whole left has been freaking out about FedEx, saying, how dare you you know, associate with terrorists and murderers? And, and by the way, your girlfriend, uh, Alexandria, yeah, Ocasio Cortez. She don't just, talk bad about she, her. No, got a defender. No, got a defender. No. Do you know what she just tweeted just now? I, I'm afraid to. She's supposed to run everything through me before she picks up. The phone. <laughs> I know who we, we've handler. talked about this. Oh, I know who her handler she's is. And it's not furniture you. and yeah. When she's drinking so, her wine, I've told her you can't do so, this. You know how um, <coughs> when. Excuse me. The background check bills. So a lot of the universal background check bills. We already have background checks for every FFL. Yeah. Every time you go to a store, you got to get a background check. When they what they mean by universal background check is is pretty much closing the loophole. There's no gun show loophole. That's generally BS. But the only loophole is in some states like New Hampshire, you can sell peer to peer. You can sell to a friend. Yes, Arizona, you can also. Yeah, yeah. Texas, so, I believe I could. Maybe. So. In those instances, they want to require a background check for that, meaning if I want to sell my friend a firearm or even give it yeah. to them, we'd have to both take a trip down to the store, give the guy you know, 20 bucks, 40 bucks. He runs a background check, and then he, in front of you yeah. know, his supervision, we do the deal. So they want that. Now, the problem with these bills, and we had this last year with, with some house bill, like I don't know, I forget the, the number of it, but there's a bill in New Hampshire that would have um, mandated universal background checks, right? And the, right. the language of this bill and the language with some of these bills is concerning. The way it was written was it said anytime there's any transfer in any sense of a firearm from one to another, any transfer, yes, there has to be a background check. So, Daniel, so that's what the okay, yes, okay. So, you so when I tweet yeah. toward Crenshaw, is this the one you're yes, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, so but she said, makes sense. Yeah. Here's, here's the issue. So, so people, and I remember this a few weeks ago, this bill I think was, was vetoed by Sununu, I assume all, all those gun bills were this past session. So, the, anyway, conservatives were pretty concerned with this language because it seemed to say that if you, you're at the range and you literally hand it to someone is technically transferring possession without a background check you're a criminal you're a firearms criminal you go to jail forever right if wow. this bill passed it didn't specify that you know only if you are selling it right so that's yeah. that's why they were concerned with transfer and again as you know nothing really matters as far as the bill language it, you know who interprets it me or you know yeah. a judge right so whenever there's a lawsuit or a case a judge will interpret it are there any judges in new hampshire who are anti-gun yeah, there sure. are some, right? So they'll interpret this bill to mean that when I handed my Glock to you at the range without a background mm. check happening, I couldn't possibly know. I could assume, and, yeah. and there's face value, which is legal technically. I can take your face value if you say you're not a felon. But if you're a prohibited person, there was no background check, I'll go right. to jail forever, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so Crenshaw seemingly tweeted, let me see if I can find this tweet real quick. Did I put it into our, into our message? You did it on the one that went to everybody. I just want to find the tweet just to make sure I know what I'm doing. Pretty much Crenshaw said, well, if we pass universal background checks federally and I, I hand a firearm to a friend or lend it to a friend, then I'll go to jail forever. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, bless her heart, assumes that Crenshaw is saying, well, I'm going to lend my gun to, to felons and I don't want background checks because then I can't lend my gun to felons who I know for a fact are prohibited right. persons under federal law. And she and then she, what was her tweet? Let me find it here. She pretty much said, why – you're a member of Congress. Stop lending your guns to felons. Oh, oh there's some nice language over there. Interesting. Our um, message group uh, is not is not family friendly. No. Where did this tweet go? I can't see them. Where did this tweet go? I get it. Can you put it into the messenger? I want to read it. It's just so funny. I uh, that I I might hang on. I uh, this is. I'll shoot it back to you. Incredible. Yeah, I should have put it in, into the Google Doc. We'll, we'll, we'll get it up there. But uh, basically, she says, you are a member of Congress. Why are you, in quotes, lending 
guns to people unsupervised who can't pass a basic background check. Yeah. The people you're giving a gun to have likely abused their spouse. Yeah. Or have a violent criminal record and you may not know it. So she's assuming everybody almost has abused their spouse. Uh, her last line is, why on earth would you do that? And she sent it to him. It's incredible. Let me, let me see if I've downloaded it. I can put it up on the screen for everyone. Let me see if I can do that. Look, AOC. Let me just look for your girlfriend here. Oh, I have the other tweet from her saying America is democracy. We got to talk about that. Yes. Wow. We are democracy in her mind. Well, I'll explain to you why she's so wrong. She's actually right. Yes, and you had a good take on it. With the way you worded it, I I liked. I normally fight for the language of no, we're a republic, but you do make a good point. Yeah, so I, I really wanted to spend more time talking. I want to spend like an hour talking about just how much the left is putting pressure, the leftist mob pressuring all these companies. Incredible amounts. We have a sit-in, a die-in. Oh, you know what just happened in uh, Toronto, right? Chick-fil-A. Just Chick-fil-A, just existing, being Christian and conservative and being pro-life. Toronto, been... you said? Yeah. So how okay. dare you be pro-life? You cannot publicly be pro-life. And this is what I've been saying for a long time. Does it matter if I'm pro-life? No. I've become more pro-life over the years. doesn't matter. If you have right. anything that is not a leftist view, if you're pro-life, if you're pro-free market, if you're pro-gun, if you're um, pro-white, if, pro if you you know are straight. They will yeah. destroy you. I've been saying this for mm -hmm. years. People have called me a stupid idiot, bigot, racist. It just doesn't matter. I'm, I'm proven right in the end. I've been vindicated a thousand times over now. But years ago, they said I was stupid. Anyway, Chick-fil-A is publicly pro-life, right? And maybe their owners or CEO donates to some Republican candidates. It is unacceptable in public society, right? So yeah. they opened their first store in Toronto just now. And, and I saw a video on Twitter or something of people lying down on the floor and and protesting the opening of Chick-fil-A in Toronto. How oh, yeah. they're protesting, they're going to shut it down. And they're going to be successful. It's only a matter of time, right? They're going to shut it down. Yeah. They're going to silence them. And again, the right's not doing this. Are we busy? Are we polite? Are we stupid? Are we weak? Or do we just not have the numbers? I don't know. Well, part of it, I think, is at the core, we have a respect for people having different opinions. Yeah. I mean, in Where a sense- they don't. You, you, you will adopt the herd mentality or you're crushed. All right. In one sense, war is war. If they're hitting us, we're going to hit back. Now, in a sense, yes. I, I don't go to leftist stores. I, I know what Panera is. I know what Starbucks is. We, we know yeah. they're on the list, but I knew that for years, right? You're right that I'm, I have the manners that my parents, conservatives, raised me to have to not go to their stores and lie down with a few friends kicking and screaming saying, Panera you know, is supporting abortion. I'm sure they are. Panera is supporting pro-choice candidates, and they're supporting abortion. They're murdering infants right. and do a whole big demonstration and try to get them shut down or scare people away, right? If I'm mm -hmm. you know, 10 people there and we're lining up in front of the door and kind of scaring people off and hurt yeah. their business, I, you're right. I wouldn't do that. But in a sense, there should be some pressure. We should have a pressure campaign against these big companies. I don't know if it's Panera or, or CVS or Levi's or Walmart, but these big companies, Walmart, and I wrote about this in the article, they proudly said – our, C our CEO or their VP or Walmart Corporation sent a letter. CEO, yeah. Yeah, they sent a letter to the White House and Congress urging them to pass federal gun control, background checks, assault weapons ban, your girl Diane, Diane's bill. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's wonderful yeah. too. Yeah, so they're, they are fully supporting it. And, and Levi's as well. Levi's jeans a few years ago, I think, said. You know, well, they're, they're San Francisco-based. They've been crazy for go. years. Yep. So we need to put some kind of pressure on these companies, but also – Again, the long-term goal, I'm not dumb enough to think that I'm going to beat up Walmart myself. No. I don't spend my few hundred bucks there every month for groceries. They're not going bankrupt. I can't use my media, my you know bully pulpit to to beat them over the head. I can't do it. They're too big. But but for them or smaller companies, there could be some pressure. But the long-term solution will be separating into New Hampshire in every single way, separating into a few states. If it's yes. an area of New Hampshire or an area of Wyoming or Oklahoma or Arizona or Texas – and we'll talk to to Daniel Miller sometimes soon about Texas and and if you can secede because that's not even that red anymore it's purple and, and it's complicated but we need to separate into our own areas and again it sounds messed up and, and it sounds you know bigoted because because it is in a sense because we are better than them because they want to kill us they want yeah. our freedoms and our lives destroyed and they want to destroy our culture and lifestyle we need to separate and create our own businesses again are yeah. there are there grocery store owners who are conservative I'm sure there are tons they will they will grow they will become bigger and they will fill the needs of their society. If there's, if there's no store that does what Walmart does, one or a few stores will fill their place. I will start a business if I have to. 
When you move right. to New Hampshire, you can start the business if you have to, if there's a need for it. Right. Well, you look at the one, only one company I see that actually is standing up and saying yes is this um, Patriot Mobile going up against the Verizons and AT&Ts. And they're still kind of in their infancy, but they are saying that, you know, they support conservative values and they don't seem to, from the commercials I've heard, they don't seem to shy away from the NRA and you know, being pro-life. So no, I, don't know, I don't know if it's affecting their business, their revenue, but yeah, we'll see. Well, I've actually looked into them. They don't quite have the coverage I need where I need it, but I, I'd switch in a minute if they had the coverage. Again, so let's get in touch with them if you know them, and let's try to get them get them either on the show, but also as an affiliate, because again, we want to support those companies. And there, there are some other companies. Yeah. There's a, a Christian conservative um, insurance pool, uh, MediShare. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard the radio yeah. ads. Yeah. So there are companies, and and we will help them. We'll, we'll put them link to their businesses on the Liberty Block, of course. All right, we have Alyssa Milano, another great one. We're having her as a guest? No. Oh, oh. my God. I would vomit. She she tweeted something hilarious just now. It's a picture of people in Hong Kong protesting. And it says, take note, America. This is what fighting for critical change looks like. Hashtag free Hong Kong. Yes. Does she know what she's actually supporting? <laughs> she's so dumb. I mean, how many abortions has she had at this point? I don't. I'm. I'm not going to accuse her of of that. I have no evidence on that. I don't even know if she's the one that gets a lot of abortions, or she's the one who says she wishes she could get pregnant just to get one. I don't know. But she's uh, sick yeah, of that. She is that. sick. So yeah. she supports. She supports full socialist authoritarian communism. Yeah. And the people in Hong Kong are protesting socialist authoritarian communism. Yes. So they're protesting her, and she thinks yeah. that they're on the same side. Yeah. She's incredible. So she's being destroyed on Twitter for that. That's. That's well, point. she probably came to her conclusion just based on reading other Twitter feeds. She sees people protesting, and she knows it's mostly the left because, as you said, the conservatives are at work and raising their families. It's the left that has time to actually go down and protest. Uh, the and Hong so Kong she people, sees people protesting, and she's like, oh, they must be on my side. People in Hong Kong are scared, though, because as the deal – I know that was the deal. You know, They're going to go back towards – to be a part of China at some point yeah. over the next few years, but but they're scared. They don't want to become part of communist China. They tasted freedom. They want to keep it. Yeah. I heard something I think on Fox Business News today, on on the radio when I was in the car, mentioned an interesting thing. So pretty much the deal was the UK UK um, owned or you know had it, the Hong Kong as a colony, right? And then over yeah. fifty years they'd give it back. They'd have independence, then they'd give it back to China, right? Whatever the deal was, but. The people in Hong Kong still have passports, I've heard, to UK, and they can go and visit for free without a visa, right? So they can okay. visit. So someone on the radio, and again, I, I don't talk foreign affairs for a lot of reasons. Don't want, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know foreign affairs. It's too complicated. No one really knows, and it's very complicated, and it's too much to worry about. But someone, someone on FBN mentioned today that the right thing to do, the right thing for the UK parliament to do might be to, to give all those people, those Hong Kongese who have UK passports, the option i guess the freedom to come to live and work in the uk and okay. that way they can leave hong kong because we know they're they're brilliant workers they're hard workers hong kong in just a few years since they gained total independence became one of the economic the economic uh capitals of the powerhouses, world yeah. yeah powerhouse incredible yeah, well, and they were they were that's that was when they were under the british rule the british let them be themselves and let them explore capitalism and so we know they'll work. So if they come to the UK, they they have you know great technology, they work hard, and all that stuff. They would be bring great value to the UK. So let's see if UK does that. Probably not. I'm a pessimist, so I don't think so. But again, I don't know much about this. I'm not going to claim that I know anything about this stuff. Um, I'm, so it's just mentioning that, and uh, I'll try to learn more about the UK. All right, what else we got here? We have a lot of things to discuss. Oh, speaking of all the way. Far east. Let's come a little bit west towards Germany, and then we'll make our way back to uh, the U.S. <coughs> in Germany, according to VoiceofEurope.com, an article published recently in 2019, I believe, as of today, close to 640,000 German citizens are legally permitted to carry a deterrent gun or similar self-defense weapon. To put things in perspective, in 2014, there were just 260,000. That's nearly a 250% increase in just five years. 
Wow. What do you make of the fact that German citizens are arming themselves? Are they getting Actually, smart? when you sent that to me, I, I was surprised. I thought, and I haven't followed German laws in a while, but I thought in Germany, they used to have to actually keep their guns at the range locked up. So the fact that anybody's carrying was a surprise to me. A lot of the European countries, my understanding is they actually have like a private locker at the range and their guns yeah. locked up there. But to yeah, that, that's carrying, yeah. freedom like that, yeah. No. Yep. Except yeah, Switzerland. I know. Except yeah. Switzerland, where everybody has a fully automatic, almost everybody. Uh, a few clergy are permitted not to, but you're basically required by law to have a fully automatic. Yeah, but I don't, know if, I don't know if they can carry it. You probably can't carry much in Switzerland. Uh, I don't know if they carry it on the street. It doesn't, the Swiss, I think, are big on, they'd probably rather carry chocolates or cheese or something. But uh, yeah. Uh, but they have, my understanding is they have a ton of ranges. Good, and they're, good. And, they're, and they're encouraged to uh, to use them as often as they can. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, my my. But the fact that they're full auto. My point is the fact that they're full auto. How many mass shootings do you hear of in Switzerland? And there's a full auto, not just semi auto like ours. These are yeah, full autos. Yeah. yeah. My my first instinct is to say that Germans are getting smart and arming themselves due to the the massive wave over the past few years of of migrants from east of Germany from nations that shall not be named due to PC and they are doing a lot of yeah. rape and murder so they're arming themselves <laughs> yeah. yeah we well, got I mean the more people armed the better the safer society absolutely we got Kamala Harris townhall.com headline Kamala Harris quote of course we must regulate how much meat Americans are eating we could be the whole article here there was a town hall oh yeah there was this town hall recently with Kamala Harris and I think Bernie as well about is that the one with the globe behind them possibly I saw some clip today and I thought Biden was there too I think so I think and, and there's like a, yeah. there's a big image of a globe behind them I didn't know yeah, if it was I some so. uh, environmental thing so is this probably tied to environmentalism you can't eat meat because of the environment yeah I still don't really understand that I don't think but yeah eating meat is because really cows warming yeah, cows fart and farts lead to global warming. I don't know. The dinosaurs yeah. didn't fart. We have proof of that in the fossil record. The dinosaurs didn't fart. Quote: Americans need need to be quote educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. Says Kamala Harris. Unbelievable. Wait, but just a month ago, just a month ago, Kamala Harris was eating pork chop. Oh. I guess she can eat meat. We can't. Is this the article I saw? It had uh, <laughs> uh, Pete Booty Judge uh, at it must have been the Iowa State Fair or something. I guess he's anti-plastic straw and anti-meat, and they have a picture of him eating meat, like deep-fried meat too. So I can't imagine what his arteries look like right now. But uh, and he had like a cup with a straw, plastic straw in his hand. Probably they're all hypocrites again. He's, they, well, he's an environmental bigot. I think yep. we ought to point that out. They can all have their cars. Again, the laws are for you, not for them. They make laws for you to keep, not for them. They don't have to keep them. Yes. They can have their big SUVs and a motorcade. Tucker Carlson was actually asking the Blasio when they when they spoke, when they had this little debate on the show mm -hmm. about the uh, all his global warming efforts, of course. De Blasio is one of the biggest global warming hawks in the country. And he has not only his SUV, which he says is fine because it's a hybrid, but he has like five others in the motorcade. He has a massive motorcade whenever King de Blasio goes to the gym from like all the way from like Brooklyn to Queens or Manhattan to Brooklyn, where he goes to another borough for his gym every morning. I so asked this question before. Why can't he just have a gym in the, in the building he lives in? I think Tucker asked him about that. He says some BS about uh, staying in touch with his community or some crap. Oh, okay, yeah. All it's right. great. Yeah, we have another disturbing article here we got to discuss. And this is okay. where I'm going to start getting angry at the government. No, oh, you're just now getting angry at the government? I mean, I'm always angry, but um, angrier. Someone just sent me this article. Yeah, Forbes.com. Pretty much saying that the U.S. government via ICE and um, – justifying it by ITAR, which is complicated. It's about international tra trafficking or trade of, of firearms and all that jazz. All right. Pretty much ICE and the federal government is demanding data on on at least 10,000 customers, probably double that, who have downloaded an app called Gunscope or something that helps people. So it's on, on Apple and on Google Play. 
it helps people calibrate their their scopes to get their their scopes zeroed in. Pretty much, there are people who were stupid enough to use an app to plug it into their scope or something, and then they can see you know where their scope is hitting or how to yeah. calibrate or how to zero their scope. And you know, I'm sure it's convenient, but there's a reason I don't do that kind of stuff, obviously. So now the ICE, because some people who downloaded it might not be in the US and now there's international stuff. And well, maybe someone in ISIS might use this this app to help with their gun and then they could become a great sniper with this app and then you know kill an American. So we need all the data from all 10,000 plus downloads for Google Play and Apple doesn't uh, track their downloads actually. So we don't know if another 10,000 or more downloaded the app from Apple phones. So the government is demanding that Google and Apple give up the data on all of the the users who had this app plugged into their scope and everything. Pretty disturbing. I lost that list in a fishing accident. It fell over the side of the boat. Yeah, pretty pretty incredible. Now, again, we are so screwed. I mean, it doesn't matter if there's a FISA warrant or some other warrant or anything else. They, they don't need a warrant. Again, they can demand it. I was just debating with another one of our editors. I was texting him before going live. One of our editors is actually optimistic about this. He thinks that Apple has a good record on privacy, which they do. I'm proud of them for, for holding yeah. strong against the FBI with the San Bernardino issue, San Bernardino uh, shooting and all that. But I think Apple and Google will probably both cave because it's so big. If the government really wants it, we'll see how yeah. much the government wants this data. I don't really know why. I haven't read into it. But if the government really wants this data, they can either use the carrot or the stick to get what they want mm -hmm. from Google and Apple. I mean, yeah. They're so big. Apple and Google are massive, obviously. The government's bigger. Yeah, they are the ultimate. Um, they, they can do what they want to get this data, or just hack it. So, pretty disturbing. But yeah, just just a good reminder for all of us. Well, Apple, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is having some trouble because of the tariff uh, war that's going on right now. Apple's having trouble getting their products in here. So, using your theory of the carrot method, it'd be real easy for the government to say, "Okay, we're going to give a waiver to Apple products. Get that in here, yep. and let's have that list." And wait, just a reminder: who's the president right now? Last I checked, it was Kamala. I mean, uh, Trump. Yeah. So, didn't Trump famously say during his campaign or when he was elected, famously, the assault on the Second Amendment is now over? Yes. Yeah. He was going to protect not only uh, gun rights, but also free speech and also privacy and the Fourth Amendment rights and all that stuff. This is this is his agency's ICE, right? Federal agency, probably yeah. an executive. Yeah, he runs it. Yep, he can at least influence it, and they're going to demand data. No, no probable cause, right? Did I say that those ten thousand people all yeah. committed a crime, or they just want the data from everyone for no reason? Now, to be fair, the question I would ask is, he doesn't know every decision every one of his bureaucrats under him makes. If this it were big. to trick, if it were to trickle trickle up to him, what would his reaction be? This That's is what big. I want to know. I think this is big. This. This again, Forbes explains this is the first of its kind ever, like the biggest demand of giving over over like twenty thousand um, people's information. This is big. Right. He, he knows, and again, he. I'm not saying he makes every decision of the billion of decisions made in DC every day, but him and his appointees do. If it's not him, it's it's uh, Attorney General Barr or someone else. Or he should have a loyal person coming to him saying, "Here's what this person just yep. did. Do you want it to continue?" Number one, yes, like you said, but also people he appoints should not be allowing this to happen. Who is the ICE director he appointed? I don't know. They right. shouldn't be letting this stuff happen, though. Mm -hmm. So that's just another major issue, very disturbing. Right. Obviously, don't let the government into your life more than they already are. All right. Now, another big thing we got to discuss, we should dedicate a whole show to this, is the new filing period for LSRs, which is the the service requests for bills. So they're going to be bills next year. The period opened, I think a few days ago in New Hampshire. So already, um, Oh, 52. Now it's 81, I believe. So 81 of these, these bills. So that the predecessors of what will be bills next year have been filed already in New Hampshire for the 2020 legislative session. And of course we have a bunch of Democrats here. Um, the first bill filed. And so we can't read the bill yet because it's only been filed as an LSR. They're going to help construct the language with the, the, LSR, the Legislative Service people in the State House. So the bill right now, we know it's titled Imposing a Ban on Assault Weapons in New Hampshire. So that's an assault weapons ban by Catherine Rogers, who herself actually assaulted someone, I believe, um, during the really? recount. Yeah, she didn't want the you know lose the recount, so she hit someone over the head, apparently. 
Um, I believe that was her. Yeah. So pretty, pretty ironic. But yeah, all another one requiring background check for commercial firearm sales. Do you understand what that means? What was it again? Say the next thing that that Representative Rogers has filed is the title is requiring a background check for commercial firearm sales. Which firearm sales commercial meaning other than to a law enforcement? Yeah, other than to a law enforcement, I can't think of any. When I was building. All of our commercial or law enforcement or military contracts. Unless they're talking of when your local gun shop buys an order from the wholesaler. That's the only thing, other commercial transaction there is. Everything else is to a private individual. You're either selling to a law enforcement or you're selling to a private individual. Oh, no, no. I, I think it means commercial firearm sales. Like when we go to a store, which is commercial, and buy a firearm in New Hampshire, we already have to pass the federal background check. Right. Oh, so, she wants a state level, is what you're saying. Maybe. I don't know, but it seems redundant. So is this they they just file titles of bills? They don't actually file text yet? Yeah, because so so from my my basic understanding is they they file a bill and and they actually don't have staff in New Hampshire. We have four hundred reps, they don't each get their own staff. So there is staff who works for the state house who helps them all, you know, create the language. So they filed it, so we get to see it online. That okay. the title, so we just see the title for now. But within a few weeks or months, we'll see the whole the whole text of the bill. Gotcha. So it seems redundant. They proposed the same thing last year. I didn't understand it. It's redundant because private sales we still don't need a background check. Commercial sales we still do. No need right. for it. Another one they filed impose Catherine Rogers again. Title imposing a waiting period between the purchase and delivery of a firearm. This one I believe was vetoed by Sunu a few weeks ago. Okay. So she's just gonna try to do it again. Keep doing it till you get what you want. Pretty much, yeah. So no, that's it'll typical. Be, yep, same thing will happen again. We got a bunch more here. We can't go through all 81. Let me see what else we got when here. Do, when does New Hampshire go back in the session? Uh, maybe December or January. Okay. Not too sure. What is it now? September? Yeah, the filing period is open for a little bit now. And then... Yeah, they'll probably start doing the committee hearings maybe January, but I'm not too okay. sure. So what else we got here? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try to keep an eye on all these bills. Increasing the age for vaping, that's not good. With the notification prior to abortion, interesting. Relative to possession of firearms on school property. I'm sure that one also, it was vetoed by Sununu, I believe. They want to ban guns in all schools and all property around the schools. To what extent are guns allowed on school property in New Hampshire now? Do you know? New Hampshire has no gun laws, dude. So I, I've heard- I know you guys hunt a lot, so I'm sure there's some guns and gun racks. So that's perfectly fine. Because there's yeah. states where that's not allowed. If you, you pull, there was a kid in Texas last year that got expelled because he, he forgot that he had his uh, gun in the gun rack. He didn't take it in school or anything. It was just in the parking lot and somebody saw it and reported him. That's sad. Yep. Yeah. New Hampshire, we have no laws. So we obey federal laws, but we don't have any laws in New Hampshire right. that I know of. So you can do what you want. I just heard from another teacher the other day that, that she carries and a lot of her teachers she works with also carry every day. Again, they're not loud right about there. it, but they do. So this, this would affect them. This would mean teachers cannot carry. So bad bill. Yeah. There's another one here. Oh, here's one you'll love. Let's require another license. Let's make, let's expand occupational licenses to music therapists. What the hell is a music therapist? You can't even say it without having a license. You got to have a license. I have to have a license. I'm in Arizona though. They're going to extradite me. It's incredible. They, again, they want to require licenses for every, every kind of occupation. All right. Huh. What else we got here? Uh, that'll drop your uh, your free state ranking, or your well, it's not gonna, fifty state. It's not going to pass because there's a wonderful publication that's now, I believe, the uh, fourth or fifth biggest media site in New Hampshire by web traffic rankings called Liberty Block, and they will not let this bill pass. Great. What else we got here? We have uh, establishing a committee to study air quality in school buildings. Yeah, let's let's create another hundred hundred million dollar committee to study if our sure. air quality is good or bad in our schools, and then. Go from there and then maybe spend a trillion dollars on fixing air quality in our public schools. That'll be great. Yeah. Can't you open a window? You guys have pretty good air out there. You bigot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got? See, here? we don't have windows in school out here. The 115 degree weather. 
we've got thick insulated walls and air conditioning units. So, you know, you don't change one of those filters one time and you do get bad air. All right. Relative to reporting a collision between a cat and a motor vehicle. A cat? Interesting. You said a cat? Yeah. So make the dogs it, like don't have to report? Is that what I'm hearing? Maybe they already have to. Maybe you already have to report. Uh, uh, so the, the cats have had a loophole and we're closing a loophole. <laughs> I'm on uh, Yeah. All right. There's another bill here. Proclaiming October 19th as Pandas Awareness Day. Panda? Is that yeah, stand for something? Yeah. I don't know. Panda? Do you have Panda, Panda Express there? I don't know. Nope. Is this the Panda the pandas are cute. Did you see? That. We'll have to ask Daniel Miller about this. Did you see the picture of Ronald McDonald uh, getting his appreciation at the Texas State Capitol? I don't think so. Is he a white nationalist too? Uh, I don't know the context on it, but uh, Miller published a picture earlier this year. They were honoring Ronald McDonald for some reason. I don't know why. But it's a picture of Ronald McDonald on one side of the aisle, Daniel Miller on the other side. And I guess he was waiting for his stuff to be heard. But it was more important to recognize Ronald McDonald. And they actually had a guy dressed as Ronald McDonald, the full-on clown, is sitting there waiting for his honorarium or whatever from the Texas State Legislature. That's pretty cool. There's another title here, Requiring the Screening of Newborns for Adrenoleukodystrophy. It's interesting. Maybe that's a um, white blood cell um mutation within the adrenal glands i don't know but should we require any doctor to do anything by law or should we allow uh patients and maybe their parents and their doctors to make deals and do what they both want yeah. to agree on or maybe if the doctor is competent it'll suggest to the parents hey let's do this test interesting what else we got here uh, acquiring programs for female parolees we got blah 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 you replacement of telephone electric poles Liability for wrongful acts in employer-employee relationship. You need a bill to replace a telephone pole? Well, if it's government, you probably need a bill, yeah. Um, just, it's just amazing reading. Again, I don't know if these bills are good or bad. It just says relative to what. But, you all but, send me a website. I want to start looking at that stuff, especially if I'm coming there. My head's going to explode. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you over this. Not that this we don't page. have our problems, but. But it's just amazing to see what the government is involved in. Even, again, New Hampshire is the smallest, weakest government. They're involved in the least amount of things in the country, I believe, where the free state, but still the government is involved in everything. If you yeah. want to blink or breathe, the government has to approve it. The government's mm -hmm. involved. Yeah. That's what's real that's what's really sad. Anyway, we have so we have Daniel Rice here. We have a few more Daniels. We're gonna do only Daniels a lot on the show this month, I think. It's, it's, We're gonna have uh, we have a bill that I pushed through the New Hampshire legislature and it was recognizing Daniels. Only Daniels, time. only Daniels allowed Daniel to uh, come on our show. Yes, that's all of September. Let's make a bill. Good. So I believe we have Daniel Berman, libertarian candidate for president, on the show Monday evening. Yeah. And then Friday evening, have we confirmed Daniel Miller? I sent the media request. It sounded like he was locked in. I'll follow up tonight. All right, it sounds like we have him. It's, I think, the only thing we need to decide is you want 30 minutes or an hour. He didn't even give me a limit. Well, well, we usually go for an hour, regardless of what we say we're going to do. Yeah, I'll let him talk as much as he wants. Yeah, so, so anyway, Daniel Miller is the president of the Texas Nationalist Movement, which is the movement to help Texas secede. So that's great. They have 380,000 signatures or something or supporters. So again, any secessionist is a friend of the Liberty Bloc because we believe every state should, at the very least, leave the DC politicians. Yeah, right to, yes, determine their own destiny. Why? Why did we back the Soviet Union when? Uh, well, not back the Soviet Union. We backed all those republics when they wanted to break away. But if Texas wants to break away, or California wants to break away, or New Hampshire, we don't back them. Yeah. United oh, how could I forget? It started as a secession movement. Mm -hmm. We have another – some more New Hampshire news. I finally published the article a few days after I saw it in the paper. Dan Feltis, who's uh, just about my least – probably my least favorite state senator, who's now the Senate Majority Leader, Democrat in New Hampshire, he announced he's running for governor. He's pretty young. He's like 40. I was going to say, look, I thought he was about the guy, kid that delivered my paper. <laughs> yeah, but he also just looks young, but but he's around 40 or so. Okay. He's – um again, uh, hardline, pro-union, pretty socialist, pretty anti-gun. Um, very pro working families, he says, which, which again, it's just a, a catchphrase. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but so you know, he, he talks all about how he loves families and has babies and happy families, you know, heterosexual mother, father, and two mm -hmm. kids in his campaign video. But he's massive on abortion, um, proudly, proudly boasts how he's endorsed by Planned Parenthood and all that. So he supports in, in the official, um, what was it, Citizens Count or some, some website. I believe it was Citizens Count, the website that does surveys for legislators and, and candidates. He said straight up, I believe in, in no restrictions for abortion, nothing like that. In fact, I think taxpayers like Daniel and Alu should be forced to pay for abortions of others. Very pro-abortion guy. So he's pretty socialist. I, I've heard him speak at some some uh, hearings and meetings. So, about so in other words, take the guns away that could possibly kill a person. But don't take the abortion away that absolutely does kill a person. It's a woman's right to choose whether she wants to to kill her babies. I, I'm, a, I'm making a note that I'm a bigot. Yeah, yeah, you're a bigot. So he's running for governor. He has a campaign video, which, which I wrote a quick article about it the other day just, just to get something out there. Right. But I'll write another article probably soon just about the video because, again, it's pure hypocrisy. He says, my parents – and his parents, it's cute. It's a nice video. His parents are in the video, and he's with them, and – and he said, you know, you great parents taught me hard work and everything. And, you know, he's a lawyer and worked his way up from working class and all that. And now he's a big shot. So I, I get it. It's very nice. Um, I have a similar story. I, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here, right? Like yeah. the song goes. So he talks about hard work and says he believes in hard work and morals and all that. But if he really believes in hard work, then why does he believe in massive Medicaid expansion and food stamp expansion and and condemned Sununu for even, you know, considering uh, limiting or restricting EBT, whether you could use food stamps on everything instead of just actual staple foods like it should be, right. but whatever. I mean, it shouldn't be anything. It shouldn't exist because taxation and redistribution of wealth is immoral. So well, we need pretty, to go back to the old way of the box when, when my mom was on food stamps. We had to go down and get a box. The, your food came in a box. You had, you had some, you had these big giant checks for the few things that they like, the perishable, like the ground beef and stuff that they couldn't store at yep. office. But you'd get your block of government cheese, or Eddie Murphy has a skit on government cheese. And I, I actually love government cheese. <laughs> I can't lie. I, yeah, wish, so I wish they sold it at, well, not Walmart anymore. Let me cross them off. But I so, wish they sold it at my cheese merchant. Yeah, this guy's pretty pro welfare. Um, he, he definitely supports, I've heard him say in person at, at one meeting that a great um, highway expansion program that costs millions of dollars. It'll be great for three reasons, jobs, 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 right? So he believes we should, which is, you know, better than welfare, which he loves too, but he yeah. believes that taxpayers should pay for massive government programs that provide jobs. But really, as another libertarian pointed out the other day, government can't create wealth. They can't create jobs. They can, they can redistribute it. They can redistribute wealth. They can destroy, consume wealth and yeah. they can waste wealth, but they can't create, they can't create value. They can't, they're government. They don't right. create anything. They just redistribute it from good people yeah. like you and me point to a other to point, point A to point B, yep. and they siphon. That's the best. That's the best they could do. Yeah. So anyway, we, we got one candidate through his hat in the ring running against the new new who's who's very popular in New Hampshire. So when do they like have to announce by? Like when's everybody have to have their their over, hat in the ring there? Over the next few months. I mean, the elections in November, primaries will happen a few months prior to that. So we're still we're still over a year out, but he's just starting to get going now. Again, he's going to lose, but it'll be the big. Well, are other people announced? No, but there's speculation. A few more will run for governor, probably. But will he get forty percent, or forty-five percent, or forty-nine percent, or less? That's that's the big question. People, obviously, he's he's anti-gun, pro-welfare, pro-taxes. He was one of the sponsors on the the income payroll tax bill. Right. In fact, almost every bad bill I see, he puts himself on a sponsor on. So it's almost a joke now. If he's never seen a tax he doesn't like. This guy didn't felt his loves every tax. So he, he supports an income tax, payroll tax, this, that, sales tax, property tax. In his video, he says, of course, the typical leftist line, we have property taxes going up on working families, working families, and we have uh, business taxes going down. So Nunu is doing that. We need the opposite to happen. We need business taxes going up. Screw those businesses. He you know, doesn't realize they employ people. So – he wants business taxes to go up and he would not decrease property taxes because that's a local decision. He can't do it. So it doesn't matter, right? But as governor, it sounds good to say that. So pretty incredible. Yeah, he, he's a sponsor on, on almost every single bad bill, every socialist, yeah, okay. anti-gun, pro-regulation, pro-abortion bill. In so he's about as hard as it gets there. Yeah, but he's he's I, I call him a communist. He right, you know he's the, the head of the Senate. How long is he how how do you get to be head of the Senate there? Just a few months. The longest servant or the, the, so just, just so your caucus. Caucus. yeah yeah okay so he, he's you know 
some of them are 80 some of them are, are old and, and he's younger but um he, i knew he was you know he, i knew he was probably in line to be one of the next leaders this is only a few months ago a few months ago or a year ago the leader was it, i forget his name but he actually had a scandal where where he um i forget what it was exactly but the senate leader the democrat senate leader actually um might have beat his wife or killed the wife or something some big issue and and he actually didn't leave i think he just stepped down from the leadership role so there was a really big issue so I'd he immediately killed my wife yeah so so he was there was some big issue and yes brian he does support he does support increasing the minimum wage to i believe 12 dollars an hour yeah thanks for reminding me so he's just totally anti-business anti-free market anti-freedom yeah so he became a leader a few months ago and um he's one of the biggest socialists i call him a communist right. and you know the the og of, of socialism in america in a sense was fdr right oh yeah so i think this guy felt this or his cousin before him yeah, but yeah. because he because he had a big bushy mustache, he uh, got off the hook. They thought he was a conservative. Yeah, I, I love how get Woodrow Wilson in the middle, the guy that went to war. They love Teddy too, and he he's actually one of the one of the worst presidents ever. Um, we'll talk about him later on some other show. He he did incredible things. He's the reason that National Guard is destroyed. He started also preserving land given at the federal government. Oh, yeah. yeah, so he was doing that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, this guy felt this loves FDR, the socialist so much. I think I read somewhere that he named his dogs like Franklin and Roosevelt or something. Oh, nice. <laughs> he also got the, the Clinton award at the Clinton Kennedy dinner. Democrats have, he got the, the Clinton Kennedy award or something. There's so a pretty award fun. for Clinton now. There's a Clinton Kennedy dinner and an award. I think Democrats have every year or something. So he got that award. So a big Clinton FDR guy. So, yeah. so definitely, definitely a Democrat, Huh. but he can't beat Sununu, but, but if he gets 49%, the democrats will be empowered right if he right. gets 35 percent or something obviously all of us will be will be working on him you know not getting a lot of support we won't be supporting him yeah. if he gets 35 percent, maybe he and a few others and his friend bloomberg might go away and stop trying to turn new hampshire into mass sure so that's that's what we're looking at will he be the nominee probably i don't know of any democrat right now who's considering running who's a stronger candidate than him um at least you know he's young he's at least you know some democrats probably like him so we'll see, but we'll we'll keep tabs on it. All right. Yeah. Huh. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll be there by then. Working yeah. Good. It. Good. You can help us campaign against them to get this damn rat from out front of my house. All right. What else we got here? As far as the latest articles, we got um, Walmart. We got. Oh, I finally published my massive bill. We'll talk about it another time about about maybe stopping police from killing confused people for the crime of being confused. That was a good one. Thank Everyone you. Thank should you. read that one. I yeah. Like Thank you. That was a bill I've been working on for about a year, and then I, I decided it's it's probably not um, probably not viable right now, currently here on Earth um, mm -hmm. to pass. Maybe in a different universe it can pass, but it couldn't pass. My bill was so you know ambitious. Get it, get it with Elon it, yeah. Musk, and maybe he can do it on the Mars colony. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good idea. Constitution. Yeah. Oh, so so I triggered a lot of people. I wrote about the U.S.'s democracy. I wrote about the NRA, kind of defending them, but the picture I used was the NRA and it said what the NRA stands for. Chicken in it. Yeah. Well, since negotiating rights away, and that's what the NRA stands for. But a lot of people on Facebook got triggered and said, "Liberty Block is not pro liberty. Oh, you're leftist. Oh, you're stupid." Yeah. Oh, I've been through that. So yeah, yeah I, I just have a picture, and it's you know the NRA logo, and it says what they stand for. Um, like the initials NRA, so that, that triggers some people. It's pretty funny. Um, and then the the democracy, the title of the article, yes, the U.S. is a democracy. And I, I wrote on the post, AOC was kind of right. Your girl Alexandria was so wrong, yes. she was right because it went full circle. So that triggered a lot of people right away. And the article starts off with saying, "Educated, great American patriots, they they know that America is not a democracy; it's a republic." I've heard this a million times. I'm not that stupid. And I write about these conservatives who say we're a republic, but we're really a democracy because every decision is made by voting, right? You vote to elect your people. You right. vote to elect your, your people and your, your leaders in your city and your state and your county and the federal government. They're all elected by some kind of vote where in every single vote in the whole in the whole U.S., 51% wins, usually 48% wins, sometimes 18% wins, sometimes 3% wins. And the most you'll ever need, even to overturn, you know, constitutional things, even if they wanted to do the right thing and not pass gun laws, we already have 10,000, even with the Second Amendment in place. But if you right. want to repeal the Second Amendment, they can do it with 66% vote in the House and Senate. You don't even need 66% of people in America. You could have 10% of Americans want well, to, you'd have, to get through, uh, you'd have to get it through the states. Yes. And again, state legislatures, as we know by right. now, they don't represent the people, right? So as long as we get 66% of the U.S. House, the U.S. Senate, and 66% or no, sorry, 75% of state legislatures, which again is run by politicians who one day hope to be part of the federal government. So mm -hmm. they're all politicians. As long as you get them to support it, you can have 
10 Americans. You can have zero Americans outside of government supporting it. They can totally repeal the Second Amendment by voting, right? So yeah. voting and majority rule and mob rule, if enough people, let's, let's say 80% of Americans do. Let's say 80% of Americans do want to take guns from the 20% who have guns. Mm -hmm. They can do it by voting, meaning we are a democracy. It's that simple. Saying we're not a democracy because we have certain inalienable rights is BS because we, there are no rights that are off limits. Which rights are off limits to voters? Which rights can never be repealed by, by a, some kind of vote? Abortion. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. But but again, if 90% of people in America wanted it and the U.S. House and Senate passed an amendment totally banning abortion in the Constitution, it could be done. And then it could be done by a vote, which again, it's fine. Most people agree it's fine. I don't. But most Americans would say it's a good thing that 90% of people can get what they want by a vote. But that mm -hmm. means we are a democracy. We can't deny it. So I wrote a whole article with sources of statistics and the definition from Mary Webster Dictionary, dictionary.com and all that stuff. And colloquially, we all know what democracy means. It means um, rule by vote. Yes. So U.S. is a democracy. AOC was so wrong that she was right. So that triggered a lot of people. A lot of conservatives right away came on my post attacking me. Oh, Liberty Block, you're stupid. Elliot, you're stupid. We're a republic. We're a constitutional republic. We're not a democracy. You're stupid. Yes, that's that's so, what it says in the table of contents, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I just commented whether, up. Whether the rest of the book says that, I don't know. Yeah, I responded to like every comment saying, just read the article. Read the article. It's short right. and sweet. Like three paragraphs, right? Just read the article and then debate me. Come on my show and debate me about how the U.S. has no inalienable rights. you up on a debate yet. I'm, I'm going to be honest and, and uh, boast to you a little bit. I think people are probably pretty scared to, to debate me. Um, I mean, one guy was going to debate and then he, he pulled out. But um, I'm trying to get people to debate me. Yeah, yeah. I want someone to debate me on police. In fact, I'm so ambitious and confident that I'm considering going to like my police chief or something and asking them if they would come on the show and have a nice discussion about about proactive policing and, and just anything in general of, of law enforcement. Because I, I think I can make a pretty good case using sources and logic and data for why policing should not be done the way it is. Right. Police as we know it shouldn't exist. Law enforcement as we know it shouldn't exist. It should be a billionth the size. It should be a tiny fraction of the size it is now. There should be very little enforcement, no proactive enforcement. Like the people often say, police and EMS, I mean, fire and EMS, don't go out there looking for, you know, fire and sick people. We don't patrol our streets. Have, I, have you seen medics rolling down your street looking in your house, seeing if you're sick or injured? No, but they probably should. Yeah, <laughs> I've done some stupid things, and I might that might be a good service to add. Do firefighters go go around looking for fires? Maybe starting some fires, instigating. No, people. I have a fire burning about five miles that way, and I can't get them to go put it out. I've had a fire burning for three days out there, and they finally pulled out an air tanker today to try to start putting it out. It's incredible. So I, I want to debate someone. There are a lot of things I want to debate about. Besides for, for Connor and Mike, who are part of our team, we've had some friendly debates. No one else really wants to debate me. So I, I'd love to debate on police, debate on taxation of theft, of course. Um, it won't be a debate, but we will have a guest whose whose official um, candidate name is taxation of theft, Daniel Berman, on Monday evening, if we could plug yes. him again. He'll be on the show. Are you going to wear that hat? Probably. Are you going to wear the hat? Probably, yeah. And hopefully the tie, too. It's really nice taxation and stuff. Tie. I actually might order one of those ties. I think they're for sale. Do it. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So he's he filed with the with the FEC or whatever he filed with to run for president as Dan Taxation and Steph Berman, which really? I love. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's If you look at the uh, federal filings for president for the candidates you filed, you'll see uh -huh. Dan Daniel Taxation and Steph Berman. Nice. <laughs> Incredible. So we'll have him on the show. And we'll discuss taxation and stuff. But please go out there and find someone to debate me. I'm itching for a debate. I keep telling them, you know, you've seen the, the guys that uh, you ask to. And I I go on defendant saying that we treat everyone with respect, even if we differ with them. That we're more about ideas than we are about shouting people down. Of course. I just want to debate someone. And then I they always, their schedule gets busy. They just, they can't. Well, you know how busy I am. So you can tell that. I mean, I... I literally work like 24-7. Unless I'm literally asleep, I'm or literally which treating a patient. Which I have no evidence that you actually do sleep at this point. I, yeah, so it's it's really bad. So I'm driving myself insane. I've written and published like nine articles already this this month. Yeah, and like I, last month. Yeah, I thought I was busy. It's, I don't know where yeah. you get the time. I have two yeah. articles that are rough drafted that I have to go through and get a rough edit before I turn it over to the group to do the uh, slash and burn edit on. Yeah, but, yeah. I haven't had a chance to sit down. I I discovered the the beauty of that Google Doc, just doing it while I'm driving, dictating it. But yeah, that's a matter of sitting down and actually doing a paragraph break and all the punctuation and stuff. So yeah, hopefully I'll get a couple up here. I have a solution on the the uh, secession deal. Well, not a solution, but just an idea that I'm working Good. on. 
Good. Let's do it. And then I have my cop thing. You're a little more uh, hardcore on the all cops are evil thing. I think there's a couple out there. We've seen a couple of good videos of sergeants slapping down some junior officers. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, please. So, please, so please technically, I think I'm right because I think as long as they, they exhibit that behavior all the time, we can prove that all of them aren't, but there's at least two that we found in the last year that are good. Well, there's, there's one. Not made to TV for sure. Good. Oh, so there is one, so you're wrong? You said yeah. all. Well, when we have the debate, I'll explain why. Is this breaking news? There's a mission. I'll explain I'll explain why all 100% of cops, even the ones that I love, um, technically are, are evil and immoral. Oh, okay. So so you can like one and they're still evil. Okay. Yeah. I, I like evil That'd people, right? Um, I don't know. I don't like you, you can like people who do evil actions, right? There you go. People who do evil actions. It's not them that's evil. It's their actions, right? Now I sound like a, like a Christian. Yeah, Hitler wasn't evil. What he did was. Yeah, he was Stalin, evil. Stalin wasn't evil. It's the, just the stuff he did. No, S Stalin and Hitler and, and uh, FDR and Lincoln were evil. They were evil. Lincoln, yeah. I'd like and, to see that. I want to see, see Laser on here talk about Lincoln. I haven't had a chance to start that book yet. We're, we're going to get him on the show soon. Just got to figure out logistics. Yeah. Way this far, but we'll get him on the show soon. I want to hear him talk about Lincoln and a lot of other stuff. He always has good analysis. Now we have to have a parental advisory before that show if he talks about Lincoln. Obviously, yes. And ongoing, like flashing at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> well, yeah, we can have a a banner or a, a crawler yes. at the bottom of the screen no saying NC seventeen rating seventeen. No, thirty four. <laughs> thirty four. Anyone below thirty four should not be listening to what what he's saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a rough one. And even if you're 35, he'll still be expanding your vocabulary. He'll be teaching you some words. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, from what I've seen, it's only about three or four words, but it's the frequency and veracity of which they are used. Yeah, it's it's incredible. We'll get him on soon. Anything else we got to discuss before we close out for the night? That's all I had, I think. Yeah, I think we got through our whole doc, actually. Yeah. It's over an hour, so it'll be a whole lot of editing. Yeah, so one of my fans came on. I just wonder if he's still there. Brian. Actually, I work with Brian. Good, I good. We got some comments. I sent a mass message out, so I can't see him. For some reason, my screen looks different this week. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. here's some of these comments. How good I look, right? That's got to be interesting. Yes, exactly. Send that to me because that would yeah. come through. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for co-hosting, and we'll be yep. back Monday evening. Are you going to be on Monday evening? Uh, if you want, yeah. Uh, all next week, every day next week, I'm open. I don't Good. see any meetings. Well, so, Wednesday nights, I'm not. I'm not open Wednesday through November, at least. Me neither. Monday evening, hopefully, we will all be here together with Daniel Berman, who will be uh, video chatting us in from the West Coast, I believe, at 10 p.m. And, and anyone that's interested, Friday with Daniel Miller of Texas. Yeah, we'll keep you all posted about that. Yeah. Excellent. I think we're ready to wrap things up for tonight. Over an hour. Thank you very much for co-hosting. No problem. Glad and have a good night. All right. We'll, we'll see you all Monday.